And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Daily Aztec Music Podcast, a.k.a. Damn! I am Jason Freund. I am joined by, of course... Ryan Hardison. All right. Ryan, how you doing today? How's, how's, how's today been for you? Today has been not terrible. I think I said pretty much the same thing last week, but that's like always my like midweek mood, you know, especially Monday and Tuesday. So same stuff as usual. Yeah, um, classes actually weren't too bad today. I got off a little earlier than expected, so I had extra time. So that's always a that's always a plus when you get off the Zoom call. The Zoom classes a little early. Always solid, man. Always solid. Oh, yeah. Well, we got some news coming out today. I think our topic today, at the very end, we're going to discuss two of our favorite artists that we've ever listened to. But we've also got some news to cover on two musical acts. One, well, I'll say as Thanos puts it, so eloquently put it in Avengers, a soul for a soul. Let's let's first go off with um, the person, the man who has just been recently released from prison, actually, um, <clears throat> I'm saying this correctly, uh, Bobby Schmurda. Yes, that is his last name. It's, that, that's what he called, that's, that's his rapper name. Yes, that's what it is. Uh, just got released out of prison yesterday. He was looking at seven years of conspiracy and weapons possession. Uh, he pled guilty in 2016, put it as part of a plea deal. And he's gonna be currently on parole until 2026 now. He had a very popular song that I can't say the name of because um, reasons. That's all I'm going to say is because of reasons. But he actually had a pretty successful career. He, well, wasn't successful. He was actually just getting it started until 2016. He was about to drop a new album, actually. It was postponed. I think he was going to be, um, I think he was going to be, work he was working with Meek Mill. And I think he was going to be working with um, Egos on it too. Ryan, I don't know if you got any more info on that. Yeah, I, I know uh, he was working with Migos because they went on tour together actually before he got arrested like in uh, uh, December 2014. So I know he was definitely planning something big. He released an EP, he had some singles out and stuff like that, but obviously his plans did not go as planned. Yeah, that EP was, um, oh my God, these, these albums are always getting so creative. Uh, Shmurda, she wrote. Yes, that is the actual name. It um, went up to number 79 on Billboard Top 200. That's where it debuted. It had uh, two of his more popular songs on there. And it was released as part of Epic Records. I know he was going to drop an album because it was just an EP that he dropped. But his debut album was going to be coming, I think, in 2017. But then the arrest happened and then he was unable to contribute. He said he was writing music, though, when he was in prison, though, didn't he? I think he said he was write still writing some tunes. I also heard of the same thing. I know he appeared, I think it was 2019 on Six Nine, one of Six Nine's albums. And mm, yeah. I did not listen because that would be a travesty, but <laughs> I know he was working on some new stuff and I'm very excited to hear it. Um yeah, he did. It was um it was literally, I think it was um um it was uh, stupid. That's what the song was called. It was just called <laughs> stupid. Because you know, six nine <laughs> Another guy who was just released out of prison just a year ago, right? Six Nine was just released out of prison a couple years ago or just a year ago? Yep, served less than a year. And I'm not going to say it as clear as possible, but uh, I think he's a rat. 
<laughs> oh no he um I, I just remember seeing everything on twitter like all the memes about like six nine like all right look you still you're still looking at 25 years what else you got for us and he'll give oh, some yeah, other yeah. kind of information just snitching on someone else it was a beautiful meme format <laughs> it was i think it's still being posted around like you'll still see it occasionally when someone gets arrested like they'll toss six nine up there true <laughs> but apparently uh Shmurda, I guess he um I guess he snitched on himself uh during some of his uh during like some of his lyrics. I guess he talked about, you know, selling drugs, holding guns. It, it reminds me of that episode from the Boondocks. I don't know if you ever saw it where they talk about like that like anti-snitching movement. And oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think Huey brought up the fact that this one rapper snitched on himself during like a live like taping of his song and he just gets cuffed on the on the stage. God. <laughs> No, honestly, that's how they get a lot of rappers on conspiracy charges because, like, they act, there's actually laws. I don't know if it's in every state, but there are laws that you can go through the lyrics and analyze them, and if they fit a certain crime or a certain motive, then you can be arrested for that, and that could be used as evidence. So I know that was used against Bobby because Bob, Bobby got a little sloppy in, in his lyrics. <laughs> And revealed some stuff they probably shouldn't have revealed. Also, that probably shouldn't be able to be used in court. But either way, it did not go in his favor. Yeah, I'm just gonna say one last thing before we move on from uh, Mr. Schmurda here. Um, looking at the looking at uh, an article here, it says that the Supreme Court in New Jersey they said that the lyrics cannot be read at a trial as evidence unless they have a quote unquote strong nexus to a specific crime so i don't think those lyrics were allowed to be used during his uh sentencing but they probably could have i think that oh i think in his case that's what sort of got like the cops on his radar but they probably weren't able to use it to actually indict him and everything but that that got their attention yeah it definitely put him on the radar so we're probably going to be seeing this happen a lot more often but still i'm He's probably gonna be dropping a new album soon, so hey, I look forward to see what he's, what he's got, see what he was writing while he was in his cell. Yeah, I'm excited too, man. He was definitely one of New York's brightest talents back in 2013. Let's see if he has the same fire in him like eight years later. Well, hopefully, talent doesn't uh, hopefully, he didn't lose his talent because he certainly had a lot of talent. But as I said earlier, and when I, when I first brought this topic up, a soul for a soul. We got Bobby Shmurda back, but we lost Daft Punk now. That's right. After 28 years of being together, Daft Punk is no more. They're uh, they're splitting up. The iconic group, no more. Devastating, man. I uh, it's it's seriously one of those moments where it's like, at, at what cost did this have to happen? And a soul for a soul sums it up perfectly because. As exciting as the news of Smurda being released was, hearing Daft Punk was retiring was was very tragic. And I've been listening to them all day since yesterday. And I really want to see them live someday if they ever decide to like come back together and put yeah. on the robot heads. But I guess there's no guarantee. I mean, God, it's it's so weird because Daft Punk was that kind of group that like they would experience like like giant rises in popularity then they'll just disappear for a while then out of the blue bam here comes another huge album and they're on top of the world again i mean it started the the, the discovery album that had you know harder better faster stronger on it that's when they got wildly popular 
And then they kind of dipped a little bit and then Tron Legacy came out. And guess who was the guys who made the soundtrack for it? It was Daft Punk. And that was wild how popular Tron Legacy was. I think I remember watching it, but God, it's been so long since I've seen that movie. No, me too, but they were literally tailor-made to make that soundtrack, the whole the whole vibe of the movie and everything. But definitely Discovery was the star of their rise. And then they would they had the perfect amount of notoriety because especially with their stage persona wearing the heads in public, no one knows what they look like. So literally they can just go home, you know, walk around town. No one knows what they look like. And then years later, they put the heads back on, make a new album, like Random Access Memories, where they collaborated with Pharrell and made Get Lucky, like probably one of the biggest songs ever made. Mm-hmm. And then Drop Off the Earth again. Like it's, they have this <laughs> cycle. And it's, it's honestly the best lane of being famous ever. Like that's the, the lane that they took is the ideal lane. And you mentioned... You mentioned Get Lucky with Pharrell, oh, Pharrell Williams. It's just the collaboration that Daft Punk had as well. I mean, they had that one collaboration with Kanye with Stronger where they remixed Harder, Better, Faster, Stronger and they put it into Stronger. And that won Kanye a Grammy. And then a few years later, we shift back. The Weeknd, I Feel It Coming, Starboy, two wildly popular songs. We talked about these songs previously in our first episode. It's just almost those, it's like when you put Daft Punk with a certain group or a certain person, that talent just goes up to the next level. It's insane how amazing these guys were and their work. Yeah, they definitely just had a certain amount of magic in everything that they laid their hands on. No matter who they collaborated with, it was always a hit. And I would have wished to see them do more like hip hop collaborations because Stronger was one of the first hits that I remember growing mm-hmm. up like hearing on the radio. And I didn't know until like years later, until like I started listening to Daft Punk that that was like remixed from a song. And it just, I don't know, it just blew my mind. And their work is, it's, it's gonna live forever, which makes me happy. But the fact that they don't have any plans for the future makes me sad, but I think we should all just come together and celebrate. Weren't they supposed to do the new Tron? There's, there's supposed to be a new Tron movie coming out. Weren't they, were the, weren't they supposed to oh, be yeah. involved with the soundtrack on it? I think so. I know there was plans for like a Tron sequel, but I don't know if that's ever coming to fruition. But if it is ever made, they have to do the soundtrack or else I'm not watching it. It has to be Daft Punk to do the soundtrack of a Tron movie. Who, who are you going to get to replace Daft Punk? Marshmallow? No, you cannot have Marshmallow. <laughs> the Chain Smokers. <laughs> oh, God, you say that and it honestly might happen. <laughs> Oh, I hate to say it because it's honestly too realistic. And I, yeah, I feel like once an episode, I have to put something like super negative out into the universe. So that's my take for this episode. Oh, okay. Well, I like that take. I like that take. So we're shifting from negative stuff. We talked about the negative. We lost Daft Punk and we'll always remember them. Hopefully they have a comeback coming in the future. That would be really freaking sweet to have them come back in the future. but. I'm not going to be holding my breath about it, but last episode, we talked, uh, the two of us, we discussed our favorite albums that we've ever listened to, and we had a good time talking about it, and the audience got to know us a little bit more, got to maybe know more of our music tastes, so why not just wrap up the combo, the one-two combo right now, 
we talked about favorite albums. Why not talk about our favorite artists of all time? Artists slash bands. And I think it's just a nice little topic to maybe kind of end this on and have a little bit of discussion on. So Ryan, you had the floor first last time. I'll give you the floor again first this time. All right. Thank you, Jason. All right. This is not an easy decision. And there's honestly no words I can say about this artist that haven't been said before. But you can't have a conversation about music in general, about R&B, jazz, etc., without the name Stevie Wonder. That man is a god. He is the goat musician. Literally, his run, it just, it just like astounds me. His run of albums are so impressive, so magical, so perfect. Especially in the 1970s, he was dropping one album a year and they were all amazing. And he's in his like early 20s. He's been dropping albums since he was 11 years old. He playing the harmonica, little Stevie Wonder. <laughs> and just the career that he built was like fantastic. Everything he touched turned to gold. He literally made a soundtrack to a documentary about plants. And it's the most, it's one of the most beautiful things I've ever heard in my life. Like literally, I could listen to that all day. Journey through the life of plants. That that's what that's the name. But mm-hmm. oh my goodness. He seriously just read, redefined the genre of R&B, made it something, like extended the range of something that seemed impossible at the time. At least I presume I wasn't alive during the time. But yeah, I just, I'm always just in awe whenever I hear his songs, because every time I listen, I just find something new to like look at or just listen to. And it's just, man, <laughs> amazing, amazing. Now, before I go, I want to ask: Did you do you have any honorable mentions? Do you have any honorable mentions you want to want to say real quick? Or okay, uh, honorable mentions real quick. My first honorable mention is Vampire Weekend. Probably the first band I've ever fallen in love with. Love their music. Love that they use a lot of world sounds, a lot of influence from Africa, South America, Europe. And even though they use a lot of different sounds for like each different album, like has a distinct sound, all their songs sound like Vampire Weekend songs, like very distinct voices, very distinct instruments. And just, yeah, absolutely love their music. Was able to see them live last year. It was incredible. And yeah, so there, and then also really quick, probably my favorite rapper ever, Cameron. He's absolutely hilarious. Dropped a lot of classics in the early 2000s. Want to beef with 50 Cent, and he's untouchable to me. Don't listen to his newer music, though. It's very unimpressive, but listen to Purple Haze if you haven't listened to him at all. It's it's perfect, and I love him for it. And that's 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 all I have. <laughs> Man. Okay, so I'm going to get my honorable mentions out of the way first because that's I... smart. Yeah, yeah, do I that first. I need to get them out of the way first. I mean, I had a lot of choices when I was thinking about this because I don't listen like one mainly style. I like to listen to a lot of different music, except for country, because I don't listen, I don't like country music. I think I said that. But man, I mean, one choice I thought was Pink Floyd. I really just love Pink Floyd. Like when I want to just like zone out or just like listen to something, I need some background music, it'll be a Pink Floyd album. 
Another band that I was thinking of was Queen. Queen is Ooh. not just like, not just their like more popular songs, like, you know, Bohemian Rhapsody or Killer Queen, like, you know, those kinds of very popular commercially successful songs. Just like some of their other songs and the stories behind them, like Made in Heaven, The Show Must Go On, so many good Queen songs. And another, another band that I wanted to pick, it was more of a modern touch, Gorillaz. I mean, we all know they were popular oh, dude, back in early 2000s. Like everyone was on about Gorillaz. Like that was, they were, they've been dropping some new music recently and it's, 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 it's okay, but it's not like, you know, it's not that old school Gorillaz kind of thing. You know, it's not that feel good ink or that El Manana kind of, kind of vibe. But the I love one, gorillas. They're they're just an incredible. They're they're an incredible group. It's almost like a nostalgia. It's like a hit of nostalgia every time you listen to Gorillas. But for me, the band I had to choose, the band I'm gonna go with, is a band that I don't know if a lot of people have heard of because they're kind of an older band. The group I'm gonna go with is from is called the Moody Blues. They the Moody Blues is a band that was made or began in the mid to late 60s. It was 1964. They're an English band. They can be described more as a progressive rock type of group. It's That's honestly the kind of music that I really like to listen to is prog rock. You'll probably see a lot of that on my Spotify playlist. But there are more, there are some of their really well-known popular songs, you know, Nights in White Satin, Your Wildest Dreams, kind of their slower songs. But to me, I don't really, I, while I like their slower songs, I kind of like just their, their more quicker paced songs, like songs that have a little bit more of a beat to them. One of, I think one of my favorite songs by them is I'm gonna say it's, and boy howdy, this is a bit of a, it's a bit of a tongue, it's a bit of a stretch on this one. I'm just a singer with parentheses in a rock and roll band. So the whole song is called I'm just a singer in a rock and roll band. And it's talking about how they view the music industry and just the Moody Blues themselves taking like an inner look themselves. Like they see all these fans like, like worshiping them, going crazy and loving them about this. And they say, guys, we're just a rock and roll band. We're just a band. We just sing. <laughs> we just play instruments. That's, all, that's really all we do. We're not that motivational or anything. But it's just that kind of self-reflection on themselves that I can just really respect from a band such as the Moody Blues. And they got inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame kind of late. I mean, they just got put in there in 2018, I believe, was when the Moody Blues first got put in. But I don't even know where I've heard. I think the first time I've heard one of their songs, I was at Grossmont College working at the Griffin Radio. A little about, I don't know, 18, 19 year old Jason Freund was trying to put some music into his, um, trying to put some music onto his playlist so he could play it over the radio. And he heard his band, the Moody Blues, like, wow, this music is actually pretty good. I'm like, and I gave another listen, like, wow, this band is actually really good. I want to keep listening to more of their music. And it's just that kind of style that makes, it's just that kind of band that makes you want to listen more and more to their, uh, to their songs, to their albums. And I think if it's going to be any one band that sticks through me throughout my entire life, bands like Pink Floyd, like Queen, like Gorillaz, like even Metallica. I'm a, I like a lot of metal music. I'll listen to Metallica. 
but I think the Moody Blues is always going to stick to me is that really consistent just like right there it's like if I need a song for almost any moment any mood that's going to be that band that's going to be there for me that was that was very touching man very touching I, I love I love those little moments like that but you don't really know it at the time but you hear someone for the first time and they end up becoming one of your favorite artists like ever. And like, you listen to the song the first time, it's like, all right, this is good. And then you just listen over and over and over again. And then all of a sudden it's, it's your favorite. But I'm kind of surprised that it took so long for them to get into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Cause I know it takes like 25 years, I think after your first uh, release to, to be eligible, but I'm glad they finally got their shine. Yeah, they're uh I think their uh, their first like real album they dropped was with uh, Deco Records. It was the Days of Future Past album. I don't think that's a that's a, a nod to X Men. I'm not sure if it's a nod to X Men. <laughs> I highly doubt it's a nod to X Men. <laughs> but yeah, it's just it's one of those bands like when you're in high school, you know, you always have that one band you listen to in high school over and over, and you think, oh my god, I'm gonna listen to this band my entire life, and then you look back, it's like, wow. This band kind of sucked. <laughs> I think we all have that one group that we're kind oh, of like yeah. ashamed to like admit that like, yeah, I totally used to. I never listened to those guys. We talk about. I never listened to them before in my life. But you, you always had that one weird phase where you listen to them. But I think the Moody Blues is the kind of band where I'm always going to be proud of listening to to them. And like like what you said with Stevie Wonder, Stevie Wonder is a guy who not only was influential in his own his own group, his own genre, he was influential for the entire industry as a whole. Like people even now to this day will say, so who's like one of your main, uh, who's one of your main um, influences? People will say, oh, Stevie Wonder, because he was just that, he was the guy. Like he was huge. He still is huge to this day. No, yeah, Stevie, absolutely 100% is still the man everything from songs in the key of life to inner visions talking book still influential like i'd say 50 years later still seeing them listed as an inspiration that's when you know too like how much the music hits is like how like how their legacy carries over years and years later and how many people still listen to them how many people still know them and like collaborate with them or inspired by them it's very very magical that's right sir that's right music can always be magical no matter which song you listen to and it's kind of hard to imagine life without it you know so i think this would be a good time to wrap it up here this would be a good little bow tie to put it on so you have been listening to the daily aztec music podcast i am jason freund i am joined by of course ryan hardison Thank you very much for listening to us today, and I hope you all have a wonderful day. See you.